Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. We are back with another Stacked Supplement uh, Podcast interview. And today we have, I guess, one of our first, which we have had one repeat, but this would be uh, the earliest podcast interview we did last year, I think maybe January or February. Uh, and we ha- we now have him back and his brand is in a very different space now. And it is uh, Robic from Apollo Nutrition. Welcome. Hey, Shane. Hey, everybody. So when we spoke, I wouldn't say this time last year, but it was January, February last year. I actually think it was January because I remember where I was. Uh, and the brand was really kind of, you were coming out with a new assassin at the time, if I remember correctly. Or you had the new assassin and you might have been coming out with a new hooligan it was uh i would say just very kind of emerging you you hadn't made a i, I would say you made a bit of noise but you hadn't made like a whole a much a uh, bunch of a bunch of noise and then throughout 2020 i would say apollon almost exploded sort of in a very impressive way because it's very rare that a brand like apollon which i would consider sort of the hardcore level and uh just not your typical popular uh, brand, you've managed, I guess, to be able to breach into that mainstream area, that popular area, and uh, just explode almost. And so how, how was 2020 for you, despite, you know, all the shit that went on with, with COVID? Um, you know what? It's, it's actually interesting because you and I, ever since the, that first podcast, um, I would say, you know, we definitely hit it off and we became friends and we talk on a regular basis. So you're obviously in the loop with what's going on. Um, I often, you know, since <laughs> we both admitted before the podcast that we didn't prepare for this one. So it's easier for me to, to basically, you know what, just speak my mind. And um, the, the truth is, is that um, the brand definitely exploded in 2020. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. And if you ask me why, I honestly think, you know, I could, I could say something like, uh, you know, the products are so good and we are the best and this and that, but uh, that would be, that, that would be something that is expected, I guess, of any brand owner to say, I think honestly, that the fact that we did that first podcast with you and we got on your platform. And again, this is not ass kissing. This is not, I mean, I'm being very, very truthful. I think that that helped tremendously with people paying attention to what we do or kind of like putting maybe a pawn on a map and, uh, you know, getting attention where some didn't even know about our existence. And I think that that's probably, uh, I'm willing to take the blame. I think that that's our mistake because uh, the target was always to sell locally uh, to sell to Apollon gym fans, you know, the Apollon nutrition never came into, uh, into discussion. It was always about Apollon gym. Apollon gym was the leading actor and Apollon nutrition was kind of like a supporting act. And fast forward to 2021, it's not the case. I would say Apollon gym is now the supporting act, uh, and Apollon <laughs> nutrition is the star. And, you know, we are so far ahead of Apollon Gym because if you want to train Apollon Gym, you have to come to Edison, New Jersey. But if you want Apollon Nutrition, it's almost pretty much you can get it at almost, I would say, any corner in the world, one way or the other, but you can probably get the product. There are so many retailers that are selling it. You can get it online. You can get it here, there. So it definitely exploded. And to be like fully, fully transparent, I think that 2020, even in terms of revenue, to say that we did better than 2019 would be a complete under understatement. We destroyed, demolished uh, 2019 in terms of, you know, where we stand. I don't want to say financially, because obviously with uh, more revenue comes more expenses, especially yeah. since the brand reached, you know, a little bit of a higher status where, you know, now we have branch Warren and now we have more, um, products and now we have more flavors and uh, even 2021 it seems like we are releasing a new flavor of product almost on a month not almost definitely on a monthly basis now more than once a month we've been releasing it's either product uh, a new product or a new flavor or upgrade or something to a point where sometimes i'm trying to let you know what's coming up next and i, I keep forgetting <laughs> 
certain things like, oh, shit, you know what, by the way, even yesterday, once you posted about, um, uh, Enigma, yeah, about Enigma, the new flavor, uh, TJ texted me and he goes to me because uh, coconut lime is actually one of his favorite flavors that we have. <laughs> and he goes to me like, what the fuck? I didn't even know about this coming. And, you know, TJ and I talk also on a regular basis. And it just, it wasn't like I was doing it on purpose. I gen- genuinely forgot. Yeah, wasn't that the one you revealed? You, were, you did a podcast with the Review Bros? I remember you telling me. It wasn't until until you mentioned it that I was, because I, I think you told me weeks ago, you're like, oh, yeah, I mentioned it on their podcast. We're doing a coconut lime. And it didn't come back to me until yesterday, until we shared it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you more. I mean, we were. Oh, no, no, we were no, no, basically... no. I just remember that there is, like you said, there's just so much. It's impossible. It's to so keep much. Track. I had, we we had, um, we we ran out of stock. Something that never happened of both flavors of Enigma a couple of weeks ago, and you know, with all the shit that's going on right now with uh, manufacturing, you know, everybody's suffering right now because of delays and and issues. Uh, we were supposed to get pineapple and. Uh, strawberry acai yesterday so you know those are the two flavors that we had and we were anxious to get it to my surprise all of a sudden we're getting coconut lime as well a coconut lime as well that i completely forgot about it and that's the reason why i texted you i was like fuck i forgot about you know you know the fact that we should announce another flavor yeah. so it's definitely the, where the brand is today is a completely different level and even i see the perception of uh industry insiders you know uh the fan base in terms of like people how they reaching out and they buying all over the world and it's it's good to see that you know we always i i don't like the word targeted but i guess our target market was athletes and you know more of a hardcore crowd but now i can see completely different uh aspect of it where everybody's getting upon it's like you know different ages different uh you know people that have different goals even today i was at a pawn and a guy walked in that looks anything but like an athlete and uh you know he goes i did my research and you wanted i wanted bare knuckle because bare knuckle is the best uh pump product and like i said i mean he didn't look like he was the typical appalling type and it made me very very happy because i even ended up talking to him for about half an hour just about like different things and uh it just shows that the brand reached different heights and i think that if you ask me why i honestly don't i mean i do know like i said i think we did a very bad job in terms of marketing obviously not intentionally because uh, even now i constantly pick up your brain and i you know i ask questions from people that i respect and that that are more kind of have more experience in the industry and i'm still learning i'm learning about the process i'm, I'm learning how to deal with certain things uh, up until this point, all I cared about is to make the best of all products I can make. I didn't compete. I still don't compete with anyone. I just try to make better products and kind of like step up a little bit more every, not even every year. You know, people think that I'm releasing a, a upgraded version every year. It just came that way. But uh, to be honest with you, that's not the case. I mean, I don't mind releasing the same product twice a year uh, or maybe once every two years, like in case of chaos. We haven't upgraded the formula in the last two years because there was no need to do so. Uh, but I think the secret, I mean, not the secret, the reason, I guess, for success and for the company growth is just willingness to learn and trying to be better in what we do and not trying to copy anyone else. And I think like utilizing more marketing and utilizing more um you know, product awareness uh, where we can reach more people through either stacked or platforms that definitely let the consumer know about our existence. Because prior to that, nobody even knew about us. You know, it was almost like a little underground kind of a cult following. Yeah. And now I, I, I can say that, you know, maybe we, we're not yet at the mainstream level, but I think we're reaching it. I, I think, you know, and I can say it proudly, I think that even though we still stuck to you know uh a hardcore angle but we're reaching more mainstream we definitely i can even see that in a pollen gym right now a couple of years ago you would walk into a pollen gym you would not see a woman here maybe one or two athletes and that's it but today you can walk in and you will see 
lots of women training at a pond, women that don't have any plans to step on stage or to compete in powerlifting or anything like that. And they like being here and they do buy our products without us telling them, you know, I, I'm dead against those fitness clubs where you walk in and the sales rep kind of pushes, you should buy this and you should upgrade your membership and you should buy this product and you should buy a t-shirt. We don't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely against it. We don't have any initiation fees. We don't have any contracts. We don't do any of that. You don't have to buy our products. You can walk in into a pond with a different pre-workout, uh, with a t-shirt from a different brand. I really don't give a shit. Why? Because I think if I, if I, if you come to a pond, say wearing, I don't know, animal t-shirt, right? Um, and those are very, very popular because they're kind of catchy. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna approach you and like make you know negative comments about the brand or about your shirt or, or tell you you should buy our shirt or anything like that. I think that's very petty. And I think that you I would lose respect for myself if I've ever done that. You can train however you want, you can uh, take whatever pre-workout you want. If you're gonna approach me and you're gonna ask what are the benefits of our products, I will tell you. But other than that, you're free to do whatever you want. And I think the word of mouth and the fact that, uh, you know, that the brand grew so much in 2020, it's, it has to do a lot with the hard work that we put in and the brand itself. It evolved. You know, the word of mouth definitely spreads. I can pay, you know, anyone $100 to promote the product. The problem is, is that once you buy it and if you don't like it, doesn't matter what I do, you're not going to buy it again. Yeah. But if you hear from somebody that there is a good product and you try it and you like it, I don't have to persuade you. You will keep buying it. Yeah, I think uh, Apollo strikes the, it, it started as a very hardcore, I mean, it still is a hardcore brand, but you have that hardcore base. You can you see it in the formulas. You can see it in the categories you attack. You don't really promote I don't know. It just it's not that fun, loving, comprehensive, uh, cohesive lineup. You've you have protein, you have aminos, but you are heavily known for your stimulant stuff. Like that's just in your pre workout products. That's what Apollon's known for, and I think it's. Uh, I guess it, it, it's that's just that's what helps. I guess bring up that intensity and that hardcore side of Apollon. That's what kind of makes it stick out. I guess. It's uh, like you have a fleet of tanks and one of them's like 10 times the size of the others. You're probably going to be known for that giant ass tank. And I feel like Apollo is just, it's heavily known for the high intensity pre-workouts and that bleeds into the focus with overtime and the, the weight loss with chaos and now Shogun. And it's, uh, I think that's what you're known for. And when you're known for hardcore stims, I don't get, uh, you, you really are just, known as that hardcore brand it's uh, and you've now been i feel like you've now been able to bleed that into mainstream a bit and make those hardcore pre-workouts appeal to mainstream people and i feel like that's what's really brought you up a notch like tremendously and it's uh yeah it's been it's been fun to watch and i i don't know if stacks really help but i feel like it's i guess when someone sees a hardcore pre-workout and they hadn't heard of it and they were worried about it being too much or whatever. And then they find out it was on stacked or they find out it was on uh, with, with TJ. I feel like it gives you some kind of uh, assurance. I do the same. If I go to a, if I go to a tool store or a technology store and I see a TV, that's really good specs, really good price, but I don't know the brand I'll Google the brand. And if it turns out to be pretty uh, like reputable and, available in a lot of places then i'll be like okay it is a good brand so it, i guess we helped in that way and uh i feel like we've helped hopefully get a little more retailers and distributors interested because it's a uh it is a it is a solid brand and you've done a great job that despite that rise in popularity you haven't changed your ways you've really st stuck to it you stayed hardcore uh you've powered through and and this year seems to be what probably your busiest by far i mean absolutely already in the first couple months you did the the uh, fitness deal news collab which is still i have it in my cupboard but the thing is i've i've got that thing saved up and i make sure my wife doesn't touch it because 
I just want to keep it for those days. That I'm just, I'm just fucking tired or I'm like, no, I'm going to drive whole full on today. And, uh, you know, you only get 20 scoops and it's, it reminds me of our last type of Jack. You just want to hold on to it. But, um, yeah, the, uh, you, you did the, the collab, uh, you've got, you did the test booster, um, Shogun's obviously that one's that one's here or still coming, right? Uh, should be here next week, fingers crossed. And you've got the the new bare knuckle, which was again another step up, and it's you've sprinkled in the flavors in between. You've kind of, and this has only been four months. Well, in fact, no, it's only been three months. We're in the fourth one now, so that, that's a shitload of things to do in a short space of time. You, you know what? I mean, by nature, I guess, and, and I said it many times, I'm very, very, very competitive. But I think where um, people make a mistake sometimes is that they think or they assume when you compete, you compete against somebody. I honestly don't. And I think you pointed it out during uh, the final school, which I thought, you know, I was bragging about it. That's still probably one of the nicest. I, I know you were honest and truthful but it was probably the nicest compliments the nicest things i've heard in six years of upon existence i don't compete with anyone i don't try to raise the bar to impress people i don't try to beat my nearest competitors i honestly don't see them and again this is not arrogance this is not cockiness this is none of that i just don't see anyone that can do what I can do, even though it's so easier to copy labels. And I've even seen already like a couple of brands, even one recently, who pretty much copied one of our previous formulas that we had in a, in a, in a certain product. And it's, it's a little bit offensive, I guess. But on the other hand, it's really, really flattering. I don't compete because I try to make the best products. If, if, I, if I did today 10 push-ups, tomorrow I want to do 11 push-ups yeah. and, and so on and so on and so on. It's something that it, it can be, it, it can be, it can have a negative impact as well, because sometimes like, you know, you got to know your limits and you got to know when enough is enough. Um, that's the reason why when I get messages right now, what's going to be in the next assassin obviously i don't answer and when they say uh oh so is it going to be stronger and that question i constantly answer and i say it's not going to be stronger it's going to be better yeah. i don't try to i don't try to raise the bar and make you know from 600 to 700 from 700 to 900 i don't do that and it's not about caffeine it's about just making a better pre-workout than the one before and that's my only goal. I'm trying to make to, to to make sure that we're constantly getting better. I believe in progress. And as far as staying true to the hardcore, I mean, that's what made us us. And you're right. Our entry into this into this industry was uh, hooligan and assassin. Uh, those were the main things that kind of like made us popular. Sure, we have the 50-50 Formula X and, you know, we came up with the isolate and casein uh, and I, I don't want to say we were the first ones, but we, because I, I, I'm always careful with these things, I'm not sure 100%, but I know we were definitely among the first ones who had such good flavoring and such good and who made such a great impact with this uh, particular combination. But now I can see quite a few companies that have it as well. And uh, it sells. It sells. There is demand. Uh, and, you know, now it's more than just uh, a pre-workout company. Nevertheless, we're always going to be known for that. It's the same yeah. thing as, you know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and made shitload, shit, shitload of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger made Terminator and he made a lot of action movies and yeah. that's what he's famous for. But uh, he also made Twins, you know? <laughs> so Twins is also one of his blockbusters. So I, I, would like, I, would, I would like to know that, you know, we can do more than just pre-workout. But at the same time, I'm not trying to change my ways. You know, uh, everybody knows that I'm a huge Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, fan, but uh, I think one of the biggest mistakes that he's done, well, apart from the drugs and all the bullshit that he's done, uh, I remember when he said, I don't want to be known as a karate guy. I want to be known as a true actor. I want to do drama. I want to do comedy. He, he almost was embarrassed by the fact that he comes from, you know, from muscles and kicking and punching. I'm not, I'm, I'm not uncomfortable about it. 
I don't mind the fact that, you know, that we have the hardest hitting pre-workout on the market. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the fact that uh, there are other companies who were criticizing us only a couple of years ago. They stepping up and they're releasing 400, 500 milligram of caffeine. And I can yeah. even see that cl- clearly trying to compete with us. Our critics trying, and I'm saying trying because they won't be able to touch me. They won't be able to touch me for a simple reason is because, again, not arrogance, just facts. Five years ago, I did what they were, they didn't have the balls to do. Now they're trying to catch up and they're trying to do what I did five years ago. But guess what? I'm already far ahead of them and I will always be willing to do and take a risk and do something that others are not willing to do. They will be, they will keep following me. And I'm not trying to be the number one selling company. I'm not trying to be, yeah, sure, I told you that, but that was not, again, not arrogance. That was more confidence and a goal. I told you last year, if I can be even in a consideration, even if Shane mentions me in one, as one of the top brands who made a lot of noise in 2020, to me, that's going to be a huge achievement. And you have mentioned us. You mentioned upon a few times among the brands that, I honestly, I was flattered. I was flattered to be mentioned among brands like Core. I was flattered to, me, to be mentioned among brands like Ghost. Even put in the same sentence, even though we don't do the same products or the same, we, we, we don't actually follow the same formula, but it was a true honor because I respect those guys. I respect them tremendously. But I also said, you know what? Now I want more. I want more. I want to be as close to the top as I can be and not necessarily as brand of the year, not necessarily, although that would be nice. I'm not saying it wouldn't be. Uh, and I think we're definitely swinging for the fences, uh, you know, starting January this, this 1st. Year, we, yeah. yeah, January 1st, we released not one, but two products. So I told you, like, I'm going to start the year very, very strong. And obviously, you know, I took notice about criticism, constructive criticism that you gave me at the end of the year, because I remember everything where you said, yeah, you solid. Yes, you're doing good, but you had gaps. And when you told me I had gaps, I was like, oh, okay. You know, well, I'm not going to have gaps. I'm not going to give what you want to gaps. You know, this, I wasn't offended by it. I took it as a friend giving me constructive criticism and pointing me in the right direction based on his experience. So I didn't take it in a negative way. And I think like, you know, we are in fourth month of the year right now in April and, uh, we are just pumping product after product after product. And I keep forgetting what's coming next. And I'm just <laughs> going to keep up the momentum and I'm going to try to make sure that, you know, we keep getting better, but not because of competing with other brands. Apollon, I think, is in a different league. And I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. I, like I said, I numerous times I gave uh, respect to companies like Glaxon, uh, companies like uh, Core, Inspired. I think those are great companies. Uh, yes, we're definitely in the same, you know, in the supplement industry. We're all together. So technically, we should be competitors. But at the same time, I like when they succeed. I enjoy their success. Their success motivates me. And I think that that's what drives me. I want to be just in a conversation with those guys because I see them as successful and none of them are trying to copy me and I'm not trying to copy them, you know, so they have even, they get even more respect from me because those are not the companies who are saying something like, you know what, we're not going to do what upon us in terms of, uh, you know, such strong pre-workouts. And then three months later, they release something that is very, very similar yeah. to us. So just to be, in a conversation and to be the sec, you know, um, having a second podcast now with you within the last 14 or 15 months, it's an honor. It's an honor. And I think that, you know, that just shows that we are definitely doing things right. And, you know, a year from now, if I'm going to be lucky enough to have a third podcast with you, we're going to be in the same category, a hardcore premium brand doing what we do best, just maybe slightly better, or at least I hope so. I think it's uh yeah you're, you're in a unique space in a a unique position i guess that it's used to, when you're talking about the brands and you're saying brands are trying to do what you did now it's such as the high caffeine it's next to impossible mostly because I mean, it's not impossible but 
when a brand starts out, let's just say, for example, they do 300 milligrams of caffeine in their pre-workout and they build a fan base over five years, 300 milligrams. I think other ingredients and other products, but let's just leave it on, on that. And then they're like, oh, we want to do something like a pollen. Let's move it to six. Firstly, they're going to alienate their fan base. They're going to be like, well, what the fuck is this? We used to 300. You're doubling this shit. They're going to lose their minds. And all it takes is one fan to take something, have a bad trip. They won't, some fans don't, don't care what's in it. They won't know entirely what's in it. They'll just take it like the previous one, have a bad experience and then hate the brand for the rest of their life and probably never go back. So it's, they, because you started at there, your fan base expects that and you've been fine tuning that since. So I guess it's not that you're ahead, it's that you have a crowd that you've got a fan base that wants that high stem, that hardcore level, that potent experience. And you can't necessarily get that immediately just by releasing a new version of a product like another brand would. And it would just be, it would look bad because you would be obviously be coming off kind of copying a pollen, but I don't think their fan base would take too kindly to it. A lot of brands these days specifically shoot for that three to four because that's what most people want. But your fan base has been has come accustomed to this intense shit. And that's not an easy thing to build. And you've obviously built it over years. And you've got a crowd that comes to expect that. But the better part of that is that, you know, on paper, when you look at your formula versus someone else's, it just makes it look very obvious that yours is going to be stronger or more intense at least. So I guess when someone from another brand looks at it on dose versus dose, they're going to sort of be like, well, Apollon looks crazy as fuck. So it's, um, I can, it, it, you're in a unique position, I think. Uh, there have been hardcore brands in the past that have made it quite big. I think Animals are a good example they weren't necessarily hardcore formulas, uh, at least on the stimulant side, but they came across very hardcore and they communicated that to the mainstream. Redcon 1, I would say, is another kind of one in that area. Started with like a test booster, started with the, um, I think they had those muscle builders. There were three of them at the start. They had a lot of muscle building supplements and they weren't really mainstream. And then they kind of drifted into that mainstream market, but they started very intensely especially with their their pre-workout so i think you'd probably be the most hardcore brand i've seen or most what i would like to call underground brand that has maintained your shit instead of watering it down making it more palatable for other people that stayed true and i think it is i said that the when you're talking about what i said on the final scoop i think it was because um because because of you because like you message me every week you'll be like oh hey what do you think about this product and i'm like have you got nothing else to do but just like can't come up with a new product or come up with a new formula like you're sitting there each week trying to come up with a different way to do something and you're just sitting on by yourself you're just thinking that it's by yourself you're not in a giant corporation that's going oh hey this brand did this and they've made this much money or this percent increase we need to incorporate that or energy drinks are popular now let's try and do one of those like it's you're on your own doing this so you can it comes off very genuine and it is very obviously authentic rather than like i don't know when you when you see movies that do something that is intended to appeal to kids because that'll get them more money or whatever it's and it's very cheesy and obvious and gimmicky yours is very organic and i think that's what i was saying before was on the final scoop was that your evolution for your brand seems to come from you rather than outsiders. So I guess if you like the brand in the beginning, you're going to like the brand now, which is not always the case for brands that start small and get big. Some people kind of fall off along the way, but yeah, you've had a crazy first four months. Um, one of the busiest brands I've seen, I would say. And, but you do have obviously a lot more. You were saying that uh, even I just said that, you're always coming up with new products. You've always got different things you're doing. Um, evolutions, obviously. You have the the new assassin. I know that's been talked about here and there. Um, 
do you mind going into kind of what you're planning to do with the next assassin? Because obviously that's one of the biggest ones I would think you have coming this year. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, so um, after the last assassin, I obviously look at the success and the last version was definitely by far the most successful we had. But I started looking at, uh, you know, gathering information of what could be better. You know, uh, the obviously first thing that comes to mind is flavoring. You know, our, oh, yeah. uh, our aminos, yeah. <laughs> uh, our, our aminos and our protein always have like the highest praises and everybody loves them. But the pre-workouts, uh, you know, obviously, you know, they're very stacked with the ingredients that don't necessarily taste very good <laughs> and very, very difficult to mask. And, you know, you said numerous times that uh, typically, um, you know, when a pre-workout tastes bad, it's a, it's most of the time it's a good pre-workout because <laughs> yeah. they, they, they're not necessarily, but I want to improve that. I definitely want to improve the taste. I know that it's once again, and you kind of noticed it when, uh, uh, when we talked about uh, Assassin or uh, I think it was Assassin, you noticed that the serving size is slightly more than the uh, the previous one. And I it's think like you a, pointed. Yeah, it's a little bigger. Yeah, uh, uh, it's a little bit bigger and um, you know, so you were right. I didn't even notice it to be honest. Um, but uh, the whole goal was a, to make it taste slightly better. Even if I can get it slightly better, which shouldn't be much of a challenge considering how unpleasant it was before. <laughs> I, I think that if I can make it taste better, that's, that's a win. But at the end of the day, it's still about performance. Our audience, uh, they know that, you know, they are getting a top, premium hardcore pre-workout so for them the key is going to be still about about performance uh i looked at the energy aspect the energy aspect did not need any changes although i did make some slight uh changes but they're not very very significant um the pump uh hooligan was always known as more of a pump product and more comprehensive pre-workout so i didn't want to compete with my own product and try to make assassin closer to hooligan i still wanted it to be its own product the way it was so uh i concentrated more on a, of a fe on a feeling feeling of euphoria feeling of uh, mood elevation feeling of uh focus and, uh, and concentration during the workout and that uh long lasting experience so i knew that i don't need to make something completely different because why would i make different assassin if assass if assassin is already successful you base off that success and you kind of just make slight, uh, you know, um, adjustments to make it better. It's the same thing as like I approach it as fighting. If somebody's an MMA fighter who has a great stand up, but he sucks at wrestling, the only way for him to be a better MMA fighter is to improve his, uh, you know, his uh, the, the holes in, in his games. And I thought that, you know, the mood elevation could, could, could definitely use a little bit of work. I, I thought that the marketing and the presentation could use a little bit more work. So this time around, it's going to be a different size container. It's going to be a different, completely different label. Um, it's, we hired somebody to work on a label who's, uh, who's really good. It's actually two people who worked on a label this time around. It's going to be definitely more marketable um it's uh, it's gonna stand out more so overall my goal was to make a 10 percent better pre-workout but also to improve the presentation of the pre-workout i mean when i saw hooligan and assassin containers standing next to each other i was like okay now that looks fucking ridiculous hooligan looks impressive and big and kind of large and in charge yeah. and assassin looks like little shit next to it so i was like okay that has to change because it just doesn't look cool when they're next to each other so the presentation also changed uh i think overall i i have to admit that uh dj actually helped me a little bit with this one where i sent him different um samples just to test it out and and get his feedback as well and uh you know he he definitely uh he definitely enjoyed it and you know he raved about it that it's uh you know that it's good and uh you know he is somebody who is not very easy to impress especially when it comes to pre-workouts so uh, and he was uh him and eddie were among the well actually they were the first ones to introduce assassin to the world so to speak and the first ones to give us uh respect that i believe we deserve from 
you know, day one, rather than all the criticism and shit talking that initially were thrown, were thrown, you know, our way. So assassins definitely going to be different. They're going to, the flavors are going to be different right now. We are pushing for two, but there's going to be possibly up to four flavors. I'm still kind of like hmm. thinking about it. It, it. it depends. You know, there might be also a collaboration or two, but that's still kind of like just an idea. So I, it's not that I, I'm not Robert Shinetsky. I'm not hiding anything from you the way he does. You know, I tell you the truth. So at least, uh, uh. you know, I, 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 you know, when I say, when I say family, everything stays in a family. When he says family, the fucker just lies. You know, you can't believe a word he's saying. <laughs> he's he's so, not going to hear this anyway. Oh, no, he's not. He doesn't give a shit about us. You know, he has his own friends. He, <laughs> he's just using us for our looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to, he's going to kill me. But uh, yeah, uh, I honestly don't know if there's going to be, um, any collaboration, so to speak, on Assassin, but definitely a possibility. Um, I'm actually not going to deny that a few retailers uh, got in touch with us also that they would like to collaborate on their own flavor and stuff like that. So we're still talking. So there are definitely possibilities. I think that this Assassin is going to be better than the previous one, at least, you know, based on a few samples that few of the guys at Apollo tried, DJ tried, I tried. Again, if people are expecting a stronger assassin, they should just go and buy crack, because that's not that's <laughs> not my goal. the The goal is to make a better experience and a better comprehensive, but yet hardcore assassin. So we're not going to try to water it down. We're not trying trying to make it softer. It's still going to be a badass, but hopefully, you know, the those who like assassin will appreciate what we've done. I kind of, uh, I like what you said when you are, when someone asked, is it going to be stronger? And you said, not stronger, better. Because you can only, and I, I, this is what we talked about on the final scoop, and I mentioned this, I was like, I would love to hear someone's, someone who may have experienced in their long time in the world, their experience on like high-end drugs and just the top pre-workout. And just not to like make fun, but to compare because you can only be stimulated so much, right? You can only be taken so high. You can only have so much energy. And obviously there's a limit, but you're not going to really know that, are you? You're not going to know, especially with tolerances, you're going to be like, there's always more. And when things can get better, you, you just left thinking, well, if it can get better that time, it can get better again. So I would just love to know how stimulated someone can get, but there is obviously that curve. And I think you're experiencing it compared to the first version of Assassin to the second, the third, you obviously made leaps early, but there's not much you can do in terms of, you can't really, I don't, I don't imagine you're going to be able to make the first and the second leap between the sixth and the seventh. It's not obvious. It's going to become a lot harder once you refine it more and more. And I think the refining thing is, is what I like. Uh, because we just did ghost uh, reviewed ghost pump and he he said the same thing uh, dan from ghost said the same thing he said it's not necessarily stronger he says it's kind of better and it's hard to know when i tried it and he was right the fullness wasn't you're not as full but the the density of the pumps and like how deep the pain and fullness or sorry and the, the intensity is it's just it's better in that aspect and i described it mostly as more refined like he's highlighted areas that they did well and made them better, taken away a bit from here, but he's refined it and made it, I guess, more better at the areas it was already good at and just made it a more intense kind of pump experience. And that doesn't necessarily equate to bigger pumps. It equates to a better experience. And I feel like that's what you're getting at with a lot of your products, Assassin, Hooligan, Overtime, Chaos, is you're refining them to the point where it's just more appalling not necessarily stronger just a better overall and and, I, and i'm gathering that's what's going to be with assassin because i honestly don't think when i take assassin and i don't feel like it hits that hard i've got some fucking problems because i know i, I agree i remember the first time i had that thing and it was and that's my benchmark if, if, if i'm not feeling that that intensely then then i should I should tell, uh, bring some, bring some things back, tell it, tone it down. Cause, uh, that shit hits like a brick and it still does it for me. Now I to make sure on the days that I want to lift the most that I can high rep, high strength, 
that's my go-to. That's the one I rely on. Uh, and it's a good benchmark against products that I'm like, is this hard hitting? Compare it to Assassin's, it's not that hard hitting. <laughs> you know, you get a, it's, it's, it's reliable for me. Um, but do you find it difficult? Obviously, you're still going to see areas you can improve, but do you feel there are a little less or fewer areas to improve? Not necessarily for Assassin, but for Hooligan as well. Like, it's just less and less areas that you can tweak to make better. I'll tell you the truth. I'm still, you know, I started working and, and you pointed it out. It was very, very funny. Like when you said on uh, the final scoop, Robic releases a product and he already thinking about how he can make it better. <laughs> I was like, that motherfucker, he fucking nailed it. That's exactly what I do. That like literally I released the product and, and then I'm like, fuck, I should have done this better. You know, I should have done that better. And I start like criticizing myself and it's, it's a nightmare. I mean, this is something I, I am proud of. And at the same time, I know I have a problem. That's a serious, serious problem. You know, instead of like realizing shit, put up a fucking pre-workout that is literally unmatched in terms of like power and everything else. And I'm already criticizing myself, which is, it's, it's, um, it, it's sometimes it's very, very difficult to deal with that. But um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, Hooligan, I started working on as soon as we released the previous one and I was still working on it today. I'm still not happy at how yeah. it's coming out. I'm still not happy about the improvements. And I'll be fully transparent because you and I had this conversation two or three days ago where you said, you know what, just keep telling the truth. Don't hide anything. Don't try to tweak anything. So I will tell you the truth. The problem is the cost. Right now, with everything that's going on in the world and the prices of ingredients going up oh, yeah. and everything else, yes, it is very, very challenging to make a better product and yet, and, and yet you know, not to fucking completely make it to a point where you don't make any money because at the same time we still a business so you know uh, even though we're trying to release the best product and you know we want the best experience for the customers blah 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 we are in this to make a living you know we have bills to pay we have uh, we have a lot to do so the you know to make a better pre-workout than hooligan to make a better pre-workout than assassin it requires spending yeah more money it's pretty much a guarantee spending more money and then passing on that cost onto the customer especially during the pandemic uh you know when people are losing jobs and everything and i'm not trying to sound like i'm perfect you know and humanitarian and all that stuff uh and trying to make myself look like a greatest person on earth it's not the case the case is is that i really have to take that in consideration you know our products are not cheap to manufacture and they're not cheap for a person to buy. A $55, $60 pre-workout, when there are pre-workouts for 30 bucks, yes, most of them are crap. But still, you know, there are options and there are people who are not making enough money and there are people who are unemployed and you have to take that in consideration. So it's a challenge to make a better version and to make it cost-effective when even the current version that we have is already more expensive than we, what we paid for it last year. So those challenges kind of, you know, you have to face and, you know, I still, even though business is, you know, growing and we're doing better, but at the same time, we are still a smaller company. Uh, we still don't have investors and, and we don't want them and we're not trying to like, you know, to be a corporation and stuff like that. We want to run the company the way we ran it from day one with the same products that we had from day one. We want to stay true to our core. So as a result, obviously, you know, there are challenges and uh, to make a better product, you're right. It's, uh, it's definitely more challenging. Um, for example, um, let's bring up overtime. So overtime, the way overtime was born is actually when I was getting ready, I think for my last fight. And uh, I had a prescription for Adderall and every time I would take Adderall, uh, I would crash. Uh, even though I do have a condition, I do, I'm, I am diagnosed with ADD, but at the same time, you know, taking Adderall, you feel phenomenal uh, for an hour or two during training or whatnot. And then you feel like, you know, somebody hit you with a frying pan. You just don't feel good for the rest of the day. And I said, you know what, if only there was Adderall that can last a very long time and that you actually feel good. 
you know, something that would help you with focus and concentration, but at the same time with long lasting energy. And that's how overtime was born. Uh, you know, that I figured out that just having a nootropic is not enough, you know, nootropic with uh, stimulants that are long lasting stimulants. I think putting it together is as close to, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to exaggerate and, and say that it's like Adderall, but it's definitely somewhat close to that experience without having a prescription drug. Um, and once at uh, once at all, once overtime was released, it did become a hit. And, uh, you know, I, I love the product. I haven't touched Adderall ever since we had overtime. I just take different, you know, whether it's three capsules, four capsules, six capsules, I just judge how many I need. But uh, I remember that um, those that prefer to have low stem nootropic product were saying, well, if only overtime was not as high stem. You know, so basically saying to me what critics used to say to me, in the beginning when we had Hooligan, oh, maybe you should make a softer version of Hooligan. No, I'm not going to make a softer version of Hooligan. Hooligan's going to remain Hooligan. I mean, translation, a bad boy, somebody who's misbehaving, and he's going he's gonna to remain Hooligan. We're just going to make a Hooligan version that has no stems, but I'm not going to go to two or 300 milligram because we have our audience and we have people who are, you know, who love our products for what they are. And if you don't like it, then just go buy something else. There are other products with two, 300 milligram of caffeine. The same with overtime. Uh, overtime is going to remain the way it is. Uh, we just finished uh, formula for overtime, you know, the next version, uh, the third one. And... Um, it's going to be released uh, in a couple of months, I think. And no, it's not going to be a softer version. It's going to be a much better version than the current one, but it's going to stay true to what it is. And it's going to be exactly the same, but better. Again, the keyword better, not stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, I, I, do, I, I do listen to people and I do listen. I, I don't care about so much about criticism, but I do listen to what people want. And especially if it's our customers or our retailers, so we will release another version of, not overtime, but we will release another version of Nootropic that is going to be not as powerful. It's going to be something like kind of like you have Hooligan and Hooligan Bare Knuckle. You're going to have overtime and uh, this lunch, other product. Call, call it lunch break. Lunch break, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it, 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 in comparison, it's going to be more like a lunch break, but we're eating very good food and you're actually concentrating on the food. So, uh, yeah, that other product is definitely in the works. I actually finished the formula and it will be, I'm almost certain, released also this year, but I'm not going to take away from overtime. Definitely yeah. not. Just like Shogun, you know, people are already asking me, what's the difference between Shogun and Chaos? They always were different, just like Hooligan and Assassin. There is a huge difference between Hooligan and Assassin. And I think that's the beauty about it that I'm trying, I don't, I don't, I don't see a point of releasing the same product twice. I wouldn't release Shogun if it was, you know, the same as Chaos. The same thing, I wouldn't release Assassin if it was the same as Hooligan. So this nootropic that we are pretty much finished the formula that's gonna come out, it's gonna be in a powder form. I can disclose that already, and but it's gonna be a completely different experience from overtime. But yet you will definitely feel focused, just like the way you feel uh, pump and uh, focus with bare knuckling com compared to hooligan minus the stems. I kind of, uh, I kind of like the angle that you play when you're like assassin and hooligan. Yeah, they're very different. But when you're someone who's looking for like, you know, I want less caffeine, they're still both very high in that oh, area. Oh, oh <laughs> I, I, absolutely, absolutely. And that's that's the hardest part to to you know when people are asking well okay so what is the difference and i always say well one has seven thousand milligrams of citrulline the other one is four so the yeah. pump obviously there is a difference one has only one stem but in two versions caffeine they're, they're the both, other one has they're both the still other quite one has intense. three million it's just oh, they, that one very strong one's one's a little more comprehensive and to make it more comprehensive you took away from the intensity and it's just but they're both still very intense. But the overtime, so that's a favorite of mine for uh, basically late night work. But I have never done six capsules. I have never touched six. I've done three. I think I might have done four. But the only reason I did four was because I uh, I did three and I thought it was two. And I was like, no, 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 I need one more capsule. And it, 
And then I went back and counted the servings in the bottle. I was like, son of a bitch, I've thrown down four. But, and that one lifted me up pretty damn high because I don't really want, if I was working out, I might do the six, but if I'm just studying or working or whatever, three is enough. I think it's, it's different though, because with pre-workouts, my argument for taking less is always like the, you know, you got to have three grams of beta alanine. You got to have this of citrulline. You got to have this of betaine. And if you have it because you want less stims, you then having those ingredients that you actually do need the full amounts of. When it comes to focus products like overtime, you're not really taking these ingredients to ensure a, a, a steady build or you want a full dose of this and that. You kind of just taking it to get a kick and get you focused. So if half does that, I mean, I've always taken the stance, kind of like an energy drink that gets me awake. I don't give a shit what's in it, really. If it's 100 milligrams of taurine or whatever, you sprinkled some of this, as long as it gets me going, that's what I'm after. So over time, um, I'd be intrigued by the lighter or the, and, and, and when I say lighter, I imagine it's still going to be pretty, pretty intense, but uh, Oh yeah. Cause I don't, otherwise I wouldn't even like play with it. And the first, uh, first time I heard about like, can you make a lighter version of overtime or can you make overtime lighter? I was like, go fuck yourself. You know, I'm not going to do that. It's a, it's a popular, uh, it's one of our most popular uh, products that we have and uh, it has its audience it has its market and you can you know you you have the luxury of taking three four six capsules fuck you can take eight you know it, it's up to you to do what you want to do with it and uh, so i said you know what i'm gonna stick to what works and clearly it works i'm not gonna change anything uh, the intensity will remain exactly the same um you know there are a few things that i added to the new formula that i'm extremely proud of and uh the other product that is also going to be in the Tropic, clearly, I just went a completely different route. Uh, you will feel the focus. You will feel the concentration. Um, but it's going to be, I mean, fuck, I might as well just say it. It's going to be more like a game. Oh, it's going to be yeah, more moderate. The, see, the thing I find with Overtime is that it's, a, it's one of those products, because you put three, because you got 30 servings in there, I've got two bottles and I'm pretty sure you sent them to me in the middle of last year. <laughs> so the downside is because, yeah. because, because it's so strong for day-to-day -day activity for me, I haven't even made a dent in either bottle. So they've just lasted me so damn long. It's just because it's that strong and because it's not a pre-workout where I really want the full dosages, I'm throwing half servings and I don't really care. So it's uh, and it's not something I take every day. I probably take it once every one or two weeks but uh, i'll be interested to see the i wouldn't necessarily say you're probably going to be a gaming thing but I, I i like your angle of just saying smoother moderate stim kind of thing to be honest before we got the gaming category so 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 big and popular that was really what people were doing they would say they would do a toned down version of a pre-workout or or a or a focus formula and gaming was sort of the guess a second or third suggested activity for these things a lot of the time it was productivity or study study was really the most common one uh and then gaming was sort of near the end obviously it's now become something that people make products for but it's uh it'll be interesting to see the the apollon take on gaming <laughs> just because you yeah, don't have I mean a hardcore gaming product you don't no, that, 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 this is hardcore. This is definitely hardcore. But, um, but you know, when I, when I came up with the formula, uh, I honestly was not thinking about gaming or not gaming. I just wanted to do something in a powder form. And uh, the overtime version is very hard to do in powder form. I mean, it's extremely hard to do. I can imagine. Uh, especially the new version. Uh, the one that is yet to be released, it has two ingredients in that that make the powder almost, almost I would say impossible to do because it's just it's fucking nasty. I mean, it makes assassin taste like fucking ice cream. That's how bad it is. I tried the the mixture. I was like, fuck. The aftertaste stayed with me for a long time. It was just very very nasty. So 
I was like, but I really want to do something in powder form. So I started playing with different versions here and there. And I came up with the best that I think I could come up with. And when I sent it to my manufacturer, uh, I said, can you have a look at it? You know, like, will you be able to flavor it? Uh, you know, what, what's going to be the cost of this? And he called me back the next day and he goes to me, yeah, my son actually, and his son, I think is like maybe 16 or 17. My son looked at it and he goes, oh, wow, dad, this is a perfect gaming formula. And apparently his son like plays games and stuff like that. But because he's also very knowledgeable when it comes to ingredients and supplements. Uh, I was like, oh, perfect. You know what? So, you know, we have something going on in that department then. So I, I don't, I'm not against uh, entering those uh, categories, just like we did with uh, resistance. I didn't expect that resistance. Is, I mean, I knew from the beginning that resistance is going to be a kick ass formula i knew that it's going to be untouchable i knew that this is going to be like the fucking ferrari of the immune system products but at the same time considering it's a white container considering that it's a palm um that was a huge risk i mean it was a huge huge risk even our initial i think uh purchasing was like a very minimal minimal run and when i found out that within one week we were sold out and I called the manufacturer. I was like, can you please? I was begging him, like do an emergency or something like that. He goes to me, you're lucky I have enough ingredients because I had to buy a shitload and I just did a favor for you by giving you such a small amount. He says, I can definitely do it as long as you provide me with the labels. So we went into emergency mode and usually labels take like two or three weeks. So we asked the guy to you know, supply uh, labels as quickly as possible and we were able to keep up with the inventory we were very lucky and then i think at the end of the month uh carolina and i were talking and she was checking on the top three sellers and hooligan was obviously top three uh caramel macchiato protein was in the top three and to our huge surprise resistance was in the top three so i think resistance kind of gave me that peace of mind that yes we can do a pre-workout or a nootropic or a gaming product, whatever you want to call it, that is not necessarily hooligan or assassin status. We don't have to do only those products. You know, we definitely have the market and we definitely have the audience for it. And people trust our brand. And that just shows that the brand is growing and reaches more than just a so-called hardcore audience. It's a little bit more mainstream now and we cater to different groups. So I think that that, that kind of like, solidified the fact that the brand is definitely growing and we never resorted again like i said before to competing with other brands to copy other brands or to do anything remotely close to what other brands doing we just did it our way and i think that we should continue on the same course and uh you know i'm just going to continue competing with myself i think the immunity angle is uh See, I I never I used to have vitamin C during the winter, or when I was doing sort of a weight loss phase. That was only because I hated the fuck out of it when I would get, let's say, it was going to run for twelve weeks. I get four weeks in and I get sick, and then my weight would shoot up, it would shoot down, it would shoot everywhere. And then by the time I kind of got back, uh, two weeks had gone by, I'd normalize, and I would be in a weird place. So my uh i started adding uh, vitamin c in for those occasions and now that brands are actually putting together immunity supplements that is like fucking good i'm making sure i have one every single time i'm doing any kind of phase whether it be muscle building weight loss because if i can sort of stop those two weeks off like the, the two weeks, two steps back, sorry, one step forward, two steps back thing. That's just time you can't buy. So I added it now, which I imagine a lot of your users are probably doing as well, just, just because they now have a supplement that they can trust that can help uh, not necessarily prevent, but at least help build an immune, immunity so that you have less chance of getting sick, you have less chance of coming under the weather or limiting your goals because even though if it's not COVID, flu and colds, they can, they can really fuck up your strength. They can fuck up your performance. It's just ridiculous. And anything that can prevent that, 
I mean, I'm doing it. I've bought a whole bunch of a couple of them yeah, just no, for that uh, reason. I agree with you wholeheartedly because I think we take, in general, we take our health for granted until something yeah. bad happens. Yeah. And I think that, you know, um, something like COVID, what, what it showed is that, uh, you know, a situation like that can strike at any point you know it's yeah. the same thing as like we don't take we, we always talk about uh, you know health and stuff like that but look even the way you drive even the way you do things and and accidents can happen at any point and anything can happen in life and you can get really really sick as well you know i only started training smarter after i tore my quad up until that point i was completely reckless reckless with weights you know, nothing could stop me. Oh, you know what? I'm brave. I'm not a pussy. You know, if something hurts, fuck it. I just train through pain. Now I don't do that. If something hurts, I stop training. I stop training and I leave. You know what? And I no longer consider myself pussy. I no longer uh, think that it's embarrassing. I actually think it's a great thing. You know, uh, I trained legs, I think, last week. And during the leg workout, I kind of felt a little bit kind of like a discomfort in my lower back. I immediately stopped and my workout like halfway through was over and I didn't yeah. feel bad about it at all because when I tore my quad and uh, I came from South Africa where it was like very, very hot and it was winter in the United States, I trained the same day as I arrived because I'm a, such a badass, uh, which now I would say more <laughs> of a stupid ass than a badass because I needed to kind of readjust to yeah. this. To, to these conditions but i went straight, straight to the gym because again i'm the best nobody nobody can touch me you know i can do things that nobody can and i remember kicking the back and just like low kicks i was just kicking the back i wasn't even like lifting anything and i start I started feeling like a little spasms in my leg I, I started feeling like discomfort and it happened like every few minutes I felt like my, my, my leg like froze. It was just like very uncomfortable feeling. But I was like, fuck this. I mean, this, this means nothing. And I was with my coach and I froze a couple of times where I grabbed my leg and he goes to me, are you okay? I'm like, it's weird. I said, like, you know, just my leg froze. And he goes to me, you sure you don't need to take a minute or something? I said, no, fuck no, I'm good. I just kept on kicking, kicking, kicking until the muscle fucking tore and I was out for seven months. So I, uh, I don't do those. I don't do those things anymore. I learn, and the same thing with COVID. You know what? We didn't take our immune system seriously. You know, we just would, like you said, vitamin C during winter or something. And I think I'm good to go. And you know, resistance obviously cannot prevent or cure COVID. You know, that's just stupid. Uh, you know, even though I saw some companies marketing their products saying that this ingredient can prevent COVID possibly and this and that, making outrageous claims, absolutely outrageous claims. No, it can't. Obviously, it can't. But it's like you said during the final scoop, uh, the final scoop podcast, where you said if something can help 10 percent, oh, yeah, then yeah. that then it then it's worth it. Then it's worth it. So if taking resistance can improve my chances perhaps either to prevent getting sick and i'm not talking about covid i'm just talking about in general prevent getting sick or making my immune system even five or ten percent better and stronger then great i'll use it you know i mean clearly there are ingredients and data that shows that so i think that um even though i would like not that i would like i mean i i think i can make a statement we will remain upon we will remain hardcore we will remain assassin and hooligan and all that and i'm not trying to step on anyone's territory or anything like that but at the same time releasing like health supplements and in you know and expanding a little bit more is definitely 100 percent doable and we can just apply the same concept fully dosed fully researched uh non-proprietary blend fully transparent so resistance in essence is a palm it doesn't mean that it's not good enough to be under the same label yeah. or, the, or the same, you know, under the same brand as Hooligan. I think it's just as good as Hooligan, you know, just a different category. But yeah. I don't think it's embarrassing for us in any shape or form. Oh, no, no, no. I just think it's, I think we we just promoted it as, yeah, Apollon brings its traditionally hardcore, well put together angle to the immune market, which is, I mean, there are a lot of other companies that have done the comprehensive approach and, and you're right there with them just rather than 
the vitamin C, the elderberry, the echinacea and all that. It's a fully loaded formula. So, uh, yeah, I think it was a great release. And I was get I would get the flu around winter every year, I would think, up until as long as I can remember, up until last year. And I added in a regular immune supplement. I don't think you had yours out by then. Uh, and I didn't get it. And I don't know what that's like. There are a thousand other reasons as to why I probably didn't get it, but it obviously was enough for me to be like, holy shit, I'm going to keep taking this because if it can prevent me being off work or off the gym for like two weeks, I'm fucking doing it, even if there's a 10% chance. So I'm uh, doing it again this year. So I I think it's just, it's, it's, it's become, it is something that people out there, I think, realized, oh, wow, I need to work on my health. But I also think, it's made me want to invest more money in these things because now I have solid supplements to buy. Previously, that wasn't the case. I couldn't go get a stack from Apollo and, and get an immune health. I couldn't get a stack from most other brands and get a good quality immune product. Now you can. So it's, uh, it's, it's really helpful in that sense that you could just add it to the cart and it just, it's there with most brands. A lot of them have them now, but um yeah, man. With I just realized this podcast has been going on for for for, for an hour and a half, probably my yes. longest. And uh, you know what? Since uh, you know we're on a subject, and I want to be on a good side of Shane, not like Robert. You know, I want to be the good guy. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. He actually just... he released his product today, and he tagged me. He tagged me with a picture of it in his hand. I think that's <laughs> so... the guilt. That's the guilt. So. Since, since I am much, much, much older than him and I tend to forget shit and because this is stacked and, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, I like you way more than he likes you, clearly. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this. So Assassin is definitely coming. It's going to be bigger container. It's going to be a better product, not a stronger product. A hooligan version six. Uh, you know, if I'm going to stop fucking around with the formula and then just going to release it, we plan to release it before the end of the year. Shogun is probably going to come out if everything goes well sometimes next within week. a week or two. Yeah, yeah, hopefully next week. Um, there's going to be a third uh, flavor of Bare Knuckle that's definitely in the works as well. Uh, there's going to be before the year ends. Right now we have three flavors of Enigma. We will have five, possibly six. Uh, Hooligan is going to be adding another flavor in the next two months, I believe. And uh, there's going to be definitely a couple of collaborations. Uh, over time, new version is coming out probably before the end of summer as well. Uh, we will continue with resistance trends. So there's going to be at least one, possibly two uh, health products uh, added to the, you know, to the list before the end of the year. And I can definitely confirm that uh, Isolate is going into the production and we're going to have upon Isolate before, hopefully by September, October, we should have it released as well. I think this is like everything that I can remember, but it's probably more it's and probably I forgot. <laughs> yeah, there's, probably, there's, probably, there's, probably, there's definitely more. Um, upon All-Star Seminar is definitely in the works too. So we're hoping to still have it in 2021. And uh, I think that's it. I mean, hopefully that's it. That sounds good. To, uh, yeah, if, if people want to listen right to the end of this, you get all the good stuff right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, yeah. Thank you, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for coming on. It was uh, great talking to you again. Thank you, Shane.